Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi there again, and welcome back to the update. So this is the um, little service that I'm doing, uh, hopefully every day, but as, as often as is possible um, throughout the week, just to look at the the, the shape of international affairs, um, and hopefully uh, look at some of the kind of the historical long lo long tales of the, uh, the 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 issues that we're we're discussing. Um, I want to talk today uh, about the, the developments yesterday regarding Twitter and Elon Musk's um, apparent successful uh, takeover or, of Twitter. Um, he'd gone from being a minority shareholder to um, putting to up the, the capital for uh, a, uh, an aggressive shareholder, um, an aggressive buyout. Twitter had placed uh, put in place uh, a kind of poison pill clauses which would have made his um, um, the, the the prospects of him uh, him buying outright uh, difficult but he's he's now gone directly to to the shareholders and offered them not only a very attractive deal but also significant investment in in Twitter itself now 
immediately the the the, the questions abound about what, what this is all about twitter doesn't make any money twitter is a con a, a consumer of uh, of investment not a, a producer of uh, of returns um the uh asking price of i think it's 44 billion um, which is, you know, a, a vast tranche of wealth, not all of it coming from Elon Musk, some of it coming from uh, a private consortium of investors um, organised through Morgan Stanley Bank. Um, this is a, a huge, huge sum of money to purchase something that um, doesn't seem to, to, to generate uh, generate much in by way of, of profit and for most of it say most of its life hasn't broken even are there ways of monetizing it no doubt you know somebody far more entrepreneurial than i i'm sure could work out ways of of, of monetizing it but probably that's not its chief purpose much as Rupert Murdoch's ownership of newspapers in Great Britain, like The Sun, hasn't produced returns for quite some time, though apparently it is now returning to profit, um, the, it has a far greater value as a political tool. When um, someone, uh, well, the, um, the wealth of Elon Musk manages to accumulate that much capital, it can't be retained without an equivalent amount of political power. Um, fortunes for the politically powerless are easily lost. And so it, it's really important to have a tool like Twitter to further political ends. I'd say ideological ends, but I don't actually think that, um, other, other than some kind of perverse libertarian uh, viewpoints um, and sort of kind of lazy nostrums about um, free speech. I don't actually think um, Musk and, and those like him are ideologues particularly. They believe in money, they believe in the concentration of capital and they believe in their own wealth. But beyond that, I, I, I don't think there's much of a, uh, an actual ideological programme um, other than that which kind of uh, serves the, uh, the accumulation of capital. Now there are of course his defenders out there, um, people that look upon him as a, a kind of a, a, a visionary. And he has carefully crafted his image um, appearing in things like Marvel's uh, Iron Man uh, alongside the fictional Tony Stark as a kind of a, 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 a way of kind of emphasising who he sees himself as. Uh, and the, this character, this fantasy character exists sort of throughout our popular culture. It's obviously in lots of kind of superhero tropes, the kind of uh, the lone billionaire who doesn't rely on kind of the, the standard model taxpayer funded uh, models of law enforcement. Instead, he invents some clever solution to some evil supervillain and be it Batman or Iron Man or, 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 or whatever else. And it's a really, really compelling and seductive and attractive, um, uh, uh, attractive ideology. That if one visionary individual can accumulate enough wealth with that wealth and power they can solve the world's problems there if you rewind to uh, the sort of the pre-war era 
um, the, the there were there were in, intellectual movements and cultural movements on both sides of the Atlantic uh, and and in Europe that said similar things about the uh, the development of uh, socialism, mass society, uh, and mass culture that um, the that societies could only really endure if charismatic leaders to whom the masses simply uh, gave their uh, un uncritical uh, adulation to could drive us into the future and that mass democracy and socialism and mass culture were all going to be threats to 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 this kind of uh, attractive new order, and you know the 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 thing that these sort of uh, modernists um, of various stripes um, wind up with is is fascism. Um, I'm not suggesting that tech billionaires are necessarily likely to morph into the the fascists of tomorrow. But as we know, the the likes of the Mercers of the uh, uh, the Robert Mercers of the world, um, and Peter Thiel's of the world, are exceedingly relaxed about allowing their money to enable extreme right wing populism. Um, anyway, the the carefully constructed uh, persona of of, of Elon Musk um, does tap into this idea that. Uh, the inspired billionaire will save the world. I mean, we've had for many a year the the the, the kind of um, the, the more liberal incarnation of that in people like Richard Branson, who um, associated himself with such worthy causes as the, the anti-apartheid movement, and now as a an airline owner likes to talk about climate change. Um, as if these things weren't rather at odds with one another, uh, and and this is a kind of a, a, again part of a kind of a prevailing ideology that that shapes not just the Western world but perhaps perhaps the world per se. We believe that uh, we watch TV shows about um, millionaires hiring and firing people. We watch uh, shows about uh, entrepreneurs making kind of uh, see, sort of Caesar-like judgments on uh, aspiring inventors, giving them sort of the, the thumbs up or the thumbs down. We um, see on uh, political panel shows um, uh, millionaires being, on, sometimes even billionaires, being invited on to give their opinions on on the, the matters of the day and we elevate a billionaire class to being kind of modern sages or public intellectuals there was a very interesting uh, essay written by eric hobsbawm in his book fractured times uh, about the decline of the public intellectual you know the the the, the figure like Arthur Kessler or Bertrand Russell or Jean-Paul Sartre that was uh, fated in the 20, 20th century and seen as, as hugely important. Uh, you know, individuals like kind of Isaiah Berlin uh, as, um, as, as kind of weather vanes as to where kind of politics, society and culture were going. And these figures have, have all but uh, evaporated. And my guess is that they have been replaced by the, the power of money. If we look at who does um, TED Talks, who talks about 
uh, inspiration, motivation, self-will, um, personal achievement, um, and the, uh, the the attractive idea that we can uh, keep on with the political and social and economic structures that we have and somehow avoid catastrophe because a, a Tony Stark character will, will use their billions to invent the clever thing that will deal with climate change. This is all very, very attractive, but it means that we don't have to necessarily question or worry about the, the systems that we, we live under. Um, Elon Musk kind of benefits from all of this um, and his uh, numerous uh, entrepreneurial activities such as the creation of the Tesla motor car um, that has you know mixed results at, at best um, and his uh, space exploration uh, business which I, I, again uh, some some analysts suggest it's a colossal great white elephant. Part of the reason for his wealth and success isn't the actual um, physical outcome or, or, of anything at all. His drilling company uh, has, has yet to really produce anything substantial at all. The, the reason for his wealth and success is he can sell us this... Um, I, uh, this this fantasy, this Iron Man kind of fantasy, that um, vast concentrations of wealth and therefore inequality will somehow one day save the world, and he absolves the rest of us from worrying too much about those uh, vast concentrations of wealth and inequality. Of course, Twitter has been uh, has been furore on Twitter. Uh, about the um, the takeover, uh, with good reason. Um, the uh, Musk describes himself as a uh, free speech fundamentalist, and the way in which he will probably uh, you know generate uh, income for Twitter is by allowing the likes of Trump back on the platform, and people even worse than that who will use. Twitter to generate uh, views and clicks and likes and all that kind of ad-friendly stuff um, by saying more and more uh, outrageous, controversial, offensive and even dangerous, uh, you know, uh, violence inciting things. Um, Twitter, uh, Musk has also talked about the possibility of having an edit button which would kind of render um, threads and discussions on Twitter kind of you know hugely chaotic so all of this presents attractive opportunities for somebody establishing somebody obviously very very wealthy and powerful like Google establishing a different sort of platform planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Which will no doubt occur uh, as um, millions upon millions of people quickly abandon Twitter. So... This might act as a kind of a limitation on, on Musk's ambitions, um, but it will certainly present uh, opportunities to people who want to use hate speech and uh, bullying and aggression, all this other nasty stuff, in order to establish themselves and in order to create streams of income for, for themselves. Um, and it will place Musk at odds increasingly with regulators in the EU and in the United Kingdom, which is now uh, becoming uh, much, much more kind of oppositional to um, uh, tech platforms having free reign to do what they like. And in, in the US, which has had the experience of being destabilized by tech platforms. So um, there will be, I believe, uh, pushback, and it, it might be sufficiently so that um, uh, Musk decides that um, the changes that he has suggested aren't really, you know, the, the candle is not worth the flame. So, you know, it's, it, it, it's kind of up in the air on, on that one. But if you look at the far-right commentators who have reacted with glee and delight, um, the likes of Nigel Farage and people like that, um, at Twitter being uh, the prospect of Twitter falling into Musk's hands, that gives you a clue about the way they see things going. Um, the problem that um, uh, Musk presents therefore, is just as the fortunes of people like Trump seem to be in, 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 in terminal decline, just as the world seems to be moving on from a populist moment with uh, the, uh, the, the Brexiteering Prime Minister in Great Britain, Boris Johnson, looking increasingly likely to lose his job, the failure of um, Jean, uh, Marine Le Pen uh, on Sunday to uh, become president of, of France, um, a further failure to secure a populist presidency in Slovenia uh, on, in, on the same day, um, 
and the uh, the kind of the the gradual reveal um, of uh, from Putin's kogma in in Ukraine um, that the sort of praise of uh, Putinist Russia um, by the populist right and the far right is has really been the kind of a, the, the, the equivalent of uh, the, the useful idiocy of the fellow traveller movement in, in the 1930s. In, a, in, in all of that, you suddenly have um, the possibility of the, the populist right getting its favourite platform back. And obviously Trump and um, people like him were famously kicked off uh, in, in 2020. So... It looks like the the kind of the the, the populist moment have, might have some kind of legs in it still. Um, the uh, anger and resentment of Twitter users at the the, the the prospect of 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 Musk taking over, and there hasn't been kind of an awful lot of. Um, ordinary Twitter users seeming to to celebrate. This prospect might be the thing that um, affects the outcome here. Rather, it might be the thing that that, that shapes the outcome. Um, but we shall see. Okay, so just to give you a little a little taste of what's coming up this week. Um, Later on today, I'm talking to James Phillips, who is the author of Two Revolutions and the Constitution, um, which is the history of how the English Civil War and the uh, American War of Independence created the U.S. Constitution. And it's a, the, there is obviously kind of like a long historical tale going all the way back to uh, the signing of the Magna Carta and, and, and this sort of thing. So... so I believe we're going to have a really lively and interesting uh, discussion, and you can catch up with that um, a little bit later on. Um, following on from that, I've acquired uh, Sean McMeekin's uh, brilliant new history of the Second World War, Stalin's War. And it's a, a, a retelling of the war from um, the, 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 the Stalinist perspective. And McMeekin is... is has an interesting thesis in that he's trying to gradually wean us off in the the kind of the, uh, the in the Anglosphere, wean us off this kind of overweening obsession we have with um, the with, with, with Nazism and the Second World War. To say, well, there are many more dimensions to this overlapping series of conflicts, and um, the is a way really of kind of re-complexifying re or, or re-complicating re, re the story of the Second World War, which I think is pretty uh, pretty essential thing to do. When we have simple narratives that we tell ourselves, then we, we, we miss all sorts of things. Um, the uh, book that I've talked about for quite a while now, Richard Overy's Blood and Ruins, is, again, it's another, another interesting um, re-examination, which talks about a period from 1931 with the Japanese invasion of Manchuria all the way through to 1945 
um, and he says he calls this the, the Great Imperial War. And I, I would be inclined to suggest that the Great Imperial War goes on in, in many ways until perhaps even the, the, the late 1940s. If you look at the, uh, the, 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 the general bloodshed that continues in um, parts of Eastern Europe, um, all the way up to uh, the the end of the nineteen the nineteen forties, um, and for that um, you can uh, look at uh, Kenneth Lowe's uh, Savage Continent. But you know we'll we'll get into that uh, another time. So that's what's um, coming up in the, the next day or two. I'm trying to obviously this is being the, the tenth year of the Explaining History podcast. I'm trying to kind of really kind of develop what we do here uh, a little bit so having these updates and having a kind of a, a more rounded discussion of what, of what we're talking about and I'd love to hear from you guys um, obviously not everyone will agree with everything I say that's the whole point of these kinds of things so I'd, I'd love to hear from you guys come and find me on the Explaining History Facebook group or come and find me on Twitter you can find me Nick Shepley on Twitter uh, and um, yeah, let's have a chat and um, I, I'd love to hear what you think. Anyway, thanks very much for um, uh, listening and for your continued support. You can find me at www.explaininghistory.org. Um, if, if you want to back our Patreon there, you know, our contribution is always gratefully accepted. And I will catch you all soon. Take good care, everybody. All the best. Bye bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.